There aren't bad leads, just bad agents that don't mm -hmm. have the skill set to work the leads. Welcome back to All or Nothing in Real Estate. Matt Smith here. I've got my marketing director from our team, Jenna Swift, with us today. Jenna, say hi to everybody. Hello. So Jenna is, um, is our marketing director, and she is going to help us dive into how you can build a brand, how you can market to grow your real estate business, team, broker, your, your broker, like how whatever it is that you have in real estate business, single agent to team to big office, it doesn't matter. This All this applies and will help you grow your business, build a brand that, that can withstand any market, including the market that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're going to break down and give you some secrets, a peek under the hood, so to speak, of how we have used this these tactics and strategies to build our team to the number one team in the state of Missouri and number eight ranked team in the nation, according to Real Trends. And so there's a lot of cool stuff that I'm excited to dive into and, and share with everybody. Yeah, me too. So let's start with... Marketing versus branding. Mm -hmm. Jenna, um, a lot of people think those are the same thing. Why don't you shed some light on how those are different? Yeah, so marketing and branding are, they're completely different things, but they work together. And I think that's where a lot of the confusion comes in. Marketing comes down to your conversion. It comes down with how you've said um, you're buying your leads. You're seeing that immediate I would say instant gratification, whereas branding is a long-term play. That's where you're building the voice of who you are. You're creating loyalty. You're becoming omnipresence, and you're becoming the uh, resource to your community. That's where you're building the backbone of who you are. A thousand percent. It's um, I, There was a quote from uh, a real estate guru out there that, um, that I disagree with. They said, if you can't buy a business, you don't have a business. I think if you have to buy business, you don't have a sustainable business. Mm -hmm. And so what we're going to break down is how to combine the two. Like we market, we buy leads, we do all of that stuff. But what we do is we tie that to a brand on the back end so that now they're coming to our site. They're seeing our brand. They're seeing our name. They're seeing our resources, our value propositions. So no matter where we market to, we get them into our brand funnel so they continually mm -hmm. see us and then they help spread the word about us. Yeah. I mean, as an example, um, some of what you'll hear today helped us because of the branding we've done and the tactics we're going to break down today. Over 400 people last year reached out to us to buy or sell real estate. Mm -hmm. That closed. Like, so over 400 closings last year from our brand mm -hmm. of people that the brand that we've built is so powerful that people call us and say, how I've heard good things. I want to work with you guys. Yeah. Like, and so that's, that's pretty powerful. Like 400 homes as a team, especially in our area that just reached out to us versus us having to go buy the leads, go do this, go do that. Like that's, that's what we're going to break down today. Yeah. So marketing, and we kind of hit on this already, right? But marketing is, I go to ABC lead source, I buy the lead. And what is my return on that investment over a period of time? Mm -hmm. um, let me break that down a little further. The first mistake that people make, especially in the real estate business, as a coach looking behind the curtains of several organizations is number one, if you buy a new lead source, they just try it. And they say, well, the lead sources better be good or these are bad leads. Mm -hmm. There aren't bad leads, just bad agents that don't mm -hmm. have the skill set to work the leads. So don't get stuck in, hey, I need better leads. You probably need to work on your skill set um, first and foremost. Um, also, leads don't – like the average conversion of an online lead is 12 to 18 months. And so if you're marketing and you try it for three months, 30 days, 90 days, that's not long enough. Mm -hmm. You have not – invested enough time in that to see if that's going to be a good marketing return for you. Right. And so make sure when you're doing something on a marketing play, 
plan it out, plan ahead of time and give it a minimum of 12 months, 24 months if you can, mm -hmm. to action and then analyze everything, keep all your data and your profits and your numbers. So keep your numbers on what you spent, what your conversion rates are, all of that good stuff so you can see if you actually got a positive ROI on that. But the cool part is, is if you do that enough with different marketing sources, you can put them in your branding funnel. Mm -hmm. And now they're not on this other real estate website, this other portal. They're mm -hmm. in your funnel and they're seeing your stuff. And now once they're in your funnel, they see your brand forever. Yeah. Well, and I think about too, um, you know, how you think about the journey of a buyer. You know, most of them, at least for me, I see something online. I say Facebook, I see a, a listing on Facebook posted by Matt Smith Real Estate Group, but I want to know more about it. So I just, you know, click into it fill out my information, but I'm not ready to buy that house. I just wanted to know more about it. Yep. You know, I'm not actually going to buy a house until about 12 months down the line. So what are you as, as a team, as a company, as an agent doing to stay in front of that person for that full time frame? So they're not dropping off, going somewhere else. You 1, have a whole 12 months to retain their attention. Yeah. And so um, guys, what she said there, you need to rewind to re-listen because that will help save you a ton of money in your business and help increase your conversion rates um, 10x because a lot of people will create that lead from Google pay-per-click, you name it, wherever. Mm -hmm. They'll create a lead, which is the easy part of real estate, like mm -hmm. everybody's selling leads. But how do you convert that lead? Well, they think it's a bad lead because they weren't, they were, they weren't looking to buy right now. Mm-hmm but they're looking to buy in 12 months. That's a damn good lead. Right. Now I'm the first one to contact them. How can I build my brand funnel that's strong enough that I continue to be in front of them and become omnipresent to where I'm the only person they're going to reach out to when they are ready? Right. Because we know agents aren't going to follow up like they should. So mm -hmm. what we have done is built a branding funnel that the, our brand does the work for them. And then mm -hmm. they become a hand raiser again when they're ready. Exactly. Like that's that's the trick to getting a good ROI in your marketing and building a strong brand behind it. Um, there's several different ways that we can go with that. But that's like creating a lead and then putting them in your branding funnel. That's a great analogy for maximizing the ROI for that one lead. And mm -hmm. you do that on a scale of hundreds, thousands of leads per month, per year. Like you can buy less leads and have way more conversions because you combine marketing and branding. Yeah. And you're going to have more intentional leads on top of that. You're yep. going to be connected with them and they'll be connected with you. Well, so part of marketing message too, is make sure your marketing, no matter what you're doing, a value proposition, education, et cetera, make sure your marketing message meets your audience where they are. Mm -hmm. And so what a lot of people get marketing wrong is they're marketing to people that want to buy a house right now. N not by that time, if you're in our market, you're too late because mm -hmm. we got them 12, 18 months ago right. and we've been nurturing them this whole time. So now that they are ready, they're already, they've already, they're already working with us. Right. So you need to make sure that you build a strong, and here's a little secret too. If you're an agent out there listening, if your lead tells you they want to buy a house in 12 months, they really want to buy one in six. They just have sales skepticism, stuff happens. And if you call them in six months, they're, they're going to be moving into their new home with another agent that followed mm -hmm. up better than you did or had a better branding funnel. And so let's just make sure that you understand that marketing is the start, but branding is a long-term play in our opinion. Mm -hmm. Is because if you build a strong enough brand, people are reaching out to you. Yeah. And that's that's where the magic happens in this business. Yeah, and the branding portion, the marketing portion, one thing you had mentioned was the educational content, the value-based content. Um, when people are on looking for listings, that that journey is a small portion of their whole journey. Yep. Um, and so 
there's so many other things that they need to know and want to know that you have to provide. It's not just about the listing. It's about how they're going to buy. It's about, is it the best time for them to buy? What's, uh, you know, they probably have a house to sell too. When's a good time to sell? What's going on with interest rates? What's mm-hmm. going on with how can I best price my home for this market? You have to think, who, where are they going to get that information? And would would you rather them get that information from some random person on the street, the mainstream media, some national outlet? Or would you rather them get that from their local realtor who actually knows what they're talking about because they're looking at the stats every single day for what's going on in their local market? A thousand percent. It's We we talk about this all the time in our marketing department is we want to be the go-to. Mm-hmm. Not just for real estate, for everything. We want to be seen as the news in our market because we want to be trusted. They come to us for information about whatever, like as an example, part of your marketing message needs to be a brand and a staple in your community. Mm -hmm. What are you giving back to your community? What are you doing to educate buyers and sellers? So um, my coach, John Cheplak says, you have to read their mail. And so don't go to their mailbox and really read their mail. But what he means by that is you have to meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. So what objections are you getting as an agent with buyers and sellers right now? As soon as you get that objection, go shoot a video, create a blog that solves that problem for everybody else in your ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And then continually play that over and over and over in front of them. And now you solve their problem before they had the problem. You become the expert and you become the go-to. Right. That's where people reach out to you is because you are now the go-to because you were solving their problems in advance. And you can do Mm -hmm. that. Like we say that all the time, like when I'm coaching people through prospecting calls and all of that, but not enough people focus on that. That's where you can build a brand and you can market to people. You can solve their problems before they have those problems. And you provide enough value. Those people feel obligated to work with you and they feel like they already trust you because you helped educate them on whatever they were going through, credit repair, interest rates rising, whatever is going on. Like, and you are the go-to for them. And now they reach out to you versus you having to cold call people, buy more leads, et cetera. And so that's how you truly build a strong and powerful brand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another part of building brand too is people, like you, everybody can share listings. Like I remember back when Facebook was a thing, people gave me shit for what are you doing putting listings on Facebook? Like I I was, I was that guy in our market. Mm -hmm. Um, And now everybody understands the power of social media, et cetera. But I think what a lot of people are missing is sharing the human aspect of what building a brand is, is people like our content, like we, we gauge everything, right? We look at all the analytics and our most powerful content is, is content showing that we're people, Mm -hmm. showing who we are, showing the fun that we have as a team, showing the good that we do for our community. And so don't be afraid to show behind the scenes stuff to your audience because people want to work with people. Right. Like you take your mask off, be real, be authentically you, and people will engage with that content over time. And now they're more likely to work with you because they see they're actual people. Yeah. I think a lot about it in terms of, we talk a lot about on our team about withdrawing and depositing that if you want to withdraw from something, you have to deposit into it. And the more you deposit into it, the bigger the withdrawal is going to be. And so when it comes to marketing, it's the same play. When it comes to branding, it's the same play. You need to be depositing into your community by giving them educational content, giving them, doing community events, doing community spotlights, promoting local businesses, 
And without the intention of a return, with the intention of we just want to help you, we just want to be a resource because people see that and they connect to that. They want to be connected to your brand. Yeah. So there's so much gold that you said there, like the deposit versus withdrawal. I never thought of that from a marketing perspective before, is that what we are doing is we are like, go to the bank tomorrow and try to withdraw when you haven't deposited. Like (laughs) you can't do that. But what people do too often in this business, and why I disagree with a quote, if you can't buy a business, you don't have it. It's because you... If you have to write a check to get business, what are you going to do when things get tight, right? And so I believe in the long-term play of depositing enough into this community, into our Mm -hmm. clients, into whatever it is that we are branding and marketing to, that we can pull those withdrawals when we need to. But you have to be willing to, like Jenna said, and like deposit with no expectation of anything in return. Mm-hmm. Like if you are doing this and you want to, so we do community spotlights. You mentioned that. Like we do yeah. that for local businesses. We highlight them and we don't ask them for anything. Mm-hmm. We do that because we want to be the resource for our community and we want to help out local businesses. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, so don't take advantage of this. Like your your intentions matter, right? Don't do it as, hey, what did, what's in it for me? Do it for the doing good for your community and I promise you will see results from it. Yeah, I think the one of my favorite things that we do, and I think this is something that, I mean, anybody listening can take this and do it right now. It's when is the last time you ran an ad on Facebook without a button? And you literally just did it for video views. You just did it to show people educational content. Yep. And one, the you're going to see a return in that. They're getting into some sort of a pixel, some sort of a funnel. So you will see a return on it. But to the audience, though, you you're literally just giving them information. You're paying to give them information because you care about them. I mean, yep. you do that right now, and I guarantee your audience is going to respond to That's, that. That is gold. So that goes back to the depositing withdrawal, mm-hmm. right? Like, we, what has the consumer been trained to do now that Facebook ads and all this stuff is so prevalent in, our, in today's world? Like, as soon as you see a learn more or sign up button, you immediately scroll past it. Mm-hmm. But what if you ran that same ad that was educational value depositing, value-based, mm-hmm. and it didn't have a button, and it was just value? And they, they're way more likely to watch it. And when they watch it, if it's good content, they're going to see something else. And then the next thing, and the next thing. And then if you have a good marketing department, you build a funnel off of that with your pixel, and now you're retargeting to them forever mm-hmm. with all of your content, and they're going to be in your ecosystem and you are going to be omnipresent with those people by providing so much value that they can't help. They feel obligated to work with you because mm-hmm. how much you've helped them just by your content. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing building a brand too is we are we share our core values with our with like not just our team. Like we live and breathe by our core values on our team, but like we share that with the community. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. This is what this value means to us. It's part of our presentations to our clients. And so there's don't be afraid to share who you are, why you do what you do, and why you, why it's important that you're helping them. And so share all that stuff, your mission, the vision of your company, and how you want to help people just be authentic and be you. Too many people get marketing and branding wrong because they want to, they just want to track the ROI. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's not an ROI. There's not an ROI on doing the right thing. But if you do the right thing and you deposit this and you share who you truly are, people will relate with you and relatability is a huge thing in marketing. And so just be authentically you. Yeah. And with that too, um, one thing you'll hear a lot of marketing geniuses out there say, if you, if you listen to any of them and you 
and your question is, how do I grow my page? How do I grow my brand? It's consistency, consistency, consistency. And a lot of people think that that boils down to how frequently you post. And that's definitely part of it. But another part of it is your consistency in your messaging. And one thing that we do, if I... If I had a nickel for the amount of times that I say the same phrases based off of our core values and our missions in every single post, I would be a very rich woman because I am so consistent in doing that, that one, our audience knows that our team is honed in on on what we believe and our audience is honed in on what we believe, that there is no room for error and there's no room for moving away for it because we are that dedicated to it. And guys, all this stuff sounds simple because it is. Mm-hmm. It's simple, but it's not easy to do. And it's consistently, you have to deposit over time and over time you get that you get that result, right? But there's like, this works with buyers and sellers. It works with vendors. It works with everything because there's so much business that we are fortunate to get by doing all the stuff we're taking you through. But it is actually taken to another level now. Like we have people that work here because they've heard how good the culture was. Mm-hmm. Guess how they heard it? For marketing. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts, right? It's it's word of mouth on steroids. Right. And so make sure that you are spreading your message, being who you are, because that will attract not only the right buyers and sellers, but also the right people that maybe want to be a part of your business because they believe in the same culture, the same values, the same mission that you have. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jenna, where do you want to go next? Um, I'm feeling, let's talk about loyal customers because I think that's something that is... That's woven into almost everything that we've said is this idea of having loyal customers within your business. And we talk a lot about customer satisfaction versus the loyal customer and which one would you prefer. Um, And one thing I wanted to hone in on, too, with what you had said about how many people work here that work here because they heard about our culture, taking it one step further, how many people work here because they were past clients, yep. that they know how amazing our culture is, that we're that consistent within our core values and mission statements that our past clients, including myself, I'm a past client, wanted to work here and be part of this mission. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so if you build, so it starts with a lot of people, and that's a great point. Like it's marketing doesn't just, it's not you to your community. Mm-hmm. How are you marketing to your team? How are you marketing to your brokerage? How are you marketing to the people in your circle? And are they, how are they, do they have the message so ingrained in them that they share it with their clients, that their clients feel how the culture is? Because that's your job. As you're listening to this and you're a leader, that's your job is to share that internal so much that they go out and spread the message to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your whole team has to be connected to your message. And that's something, I think one thing, there's a some... There's a listing agent on our team who always talks about how he wants to know exactly what marketing, what our marketing department is saying. And I love that so much because it makes makes me know that one, our platforms are all speaking the same language and also our agents are all speaking yep. the same language. Everyone is on the same page and we're all moving in the same direction and helping our clients together. Not just one person helping and they're on their own, but we're all helping them together. Well, it goes back to what I said earlier. It's because we're reading our clients' mail. Mm-hmm. And so when we do our listing huddle or our role plays or whatever that we do as a training stuff internally, we're, I'm taking notes on that and I share, I share, Hey, we're going to actually do a video on this because mm-hmm. you guys just had that. So you can share it to your clients. And then also now that's our marketing ploy because if three clients had that same concern last week, there's a lot more people that have that out there that we just haven't talked to yet. Mm-hmm. And so let's solve that problem before they come into it at, by again, depositing value. 
Right. Well, and that's why we have our marketing masterminds. We have those once a month with all of our agents are invited and we're able to sit together and talk about objections that they're hearing, Mm -hmm. the campaigns that we're running, the funnels that we're running, the direction we're wanting to move. So everyone is on the same page and we can get new ideas and hear about things happening on the field in the moment. Because one thing If you are familiar with marketing or branding, then you know you have to be able to pivot quickly. As soon as something changes, as soon as there's an objection and something starts treading in the water, you've got to be able to jump on that and get the message before everyone else does and master that message. Yeah, Yeah, you got to be able to pivot quickly and then adjust. You could have a whole campaign built and you got to change it overnight because Mm -hmm. when the market changes, marketing has to be out in front of that. Right. Absolutely. Um, so you talk about loyal customers. So I'm reading a book right now. I'm almost done with it. Is um, customer satisfaction is worthless. Customer loyalty is priceless. Mm-hmm. And it's really reinvigorating me to realize that just good enough is not good enough. And what is your branding message? What is your marketing to people out there? That it, what can, what are you doing to create loyalty? Because that's how you build a brand. Right. Loyalty to a brand. Like so, I don't know the exact stats, but it's like eighty plus percent of people said that they would work. I think it's 88% of people's of buyers said they would use their agent again. And like 18% did. Mm-hmm. So what is your branding message as a company, as an agent? What are you doing to provide that loyalty, to create that loyalty to those people that s- said you did a good job? Mm-hmm. How can you get their business again? And so if you're able to build your marketing message around that, because again, we know agents aren't going to follow up after the sale, right? <laughs> Just kidding, agents. Kind of. <laughs> um, but uh, so if you can create a marketing ploy that can do some of that lifting for you, mm-hmm. like that's, that's huge because it's, again, this isn't theory. Like we, we've done this, like we're improving every day, but I mean, 400 people that reached out to us because we created loyal customers. Like yeah. 400 closings in a year from people that called us because of the loyalty we've created by the value we provided, the marketing message we're pushing out and the brand we've created. Right. And your greatest lead source is your past clients. Yep. And it's not just the past client, but you have to think about the experience that they had. And if 88% said, yeah, I had a great experience and they're telling their friends and they're telling their family, but you're not getting in front of not only that past client to keep to keep top of mind for your past client, but then also making an effort to reach out to family and friends on top of that. That's huge. That's so many people that you could be missing out on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to back up a little bit and go, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the difference in like online lead generation versus branding. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like one of the giants out there, Zillow, right. As an example, right. and don't get me wrong, like no, no, no bad feelings against Zillow. Like we use them to help scale our business. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do is, and Zillow just made an update too, if you're not aware that you can, they've created this because they're realizing people like us are smart enough to get them in our funnel. Mm-hmm. But Zillow has created something now that if the client agrees, it's like a survey they send out, you are the only agent that they sh- they see on Zillow for the next 12 months. Wow. Because they mm-hmm. realize what, what companies like us are doing is taking that Zillow lead, we're removing them from that ecosystem, putting them in our ecosystem, and now they're no longer going to Zillow. Mm-hmm. They're coming to ours, our, our website, to our Facebook page, to all of our content yeah. so that they're in our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, but that works so well that Zillow is now doing that and offering yeah. that exclusivity, which has never been done before through Zillow. It's always, oh, everybody, you got three agents on rotation, et cetera. Mm-hmm. No, you can be an exclusive agent on Zillow now. 
because they realize the power of that branding over time. And so if you don't believe me, believe Zillow. Like they, right. they have the data, they know what they are doing mm-hmm. and they like create that with all of the leads that you create in your funnel. How can you be the only agent that they see ever again? Mm-hmm. Like you have to be omnipresent and you have to be consistently in front of them over time. Like as an example, um, part retargeting is a huge part of what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's so cost effective on social media to retarget. We actually are now doing that on Google too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, it's retargeting is a huge part of building a brand and becoming omnipresent. And so it's so crucial that you, like let's give an example. So I'm scrolling through Facebook mm-hmm. and I'm looking to buy a pair of shoes, right? Or I see an ad for a pair of shoes. I mm-hmm. click on it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What do I see for the next three months every time I open up my Facebook? Those shoes and every other shoe. And every other competitor that's <laughs> yes. just like it. So are you doing that when people are searching real estate? Like they say, oh, social media is interruption marketing. It's interruption marketing if you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But if people are inquiring about a mortgage, they're looking at real estate, and then you're providing value and being omnipresent, they say it's interruption marketing because online leads take 12 to 18 months to convert. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you don't want to be in real estate 12 to 18 months from now? I do. I want to be able to help that person 12 to 18 months from now. And so yeah. like, just get in front of them, and you cannot, you cannot be too aggressive with your retargeting. Mm-hmm. As long as it's value-based, going back to the remove the button thing, right. it needs to be value-based as I'm depositing during these 12 to 18 months. And then you don't even have to ask for the withdrawal because you've deposited so much that they come to you. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that when it comes to that branding generation and inputting those ads and retargeting those people, you think about the, just the sheer amount of people who are coming into your funnel. And we think about the 90 day, you know, the 90 day timeline. We think we talk about that a lot when it comes to agents, when it comes to the business that they put in. And one thing that I try to adapt into our marketing program is the 90 day timeline. You think 12 to 18 months sounds like a long time, but when you break it into 90 days, it's not that long of a time. That's, that's not long at all. So you really don't have that long to be depositing tons and tons of value into that person over and over and over again to get them to that point to where they're buying and you see that return. So I, so here's a, I heard this from uh, one of my buddies at Tahoe when I was speaking and he said it from stage, he talked about omnipresence. It gave me that, that word. Like we did it. I just didn't know what it was called. So it's just like being there so much. He said, most real estate agents, if they don't know where the lead came from, they think it's a bad thing. He said, I want all of my business to come from where I don't know. Mm-hmm. They just, I see you everywhere. When you have a, the I see you everywhere leads, you can't track that, but that's where you built a brand. Mm-hmm. That's where you're omnipresent. I just see you everywhere. I just, I just thought it was meant to be. Yeah. Like why are agents not working on creating that? Like it's, it does take a little time and effort, but if you, and it takes, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're able to create that now, you are the go-to for mm-hmm. real estate and buying and selling a home is a huge, huge deal. And so why would you not want to deposit that value? Too many people, I think what gets in their way is their own scarcity mindset sometimes Mm -hmm. is, well, if I give them all the value, they don't have to come to me. And it's the exact opposite. The more value that you give, the more people come to you. Mm -hmm. Like they will come to you because of the value. They don't come to you for the value. They they come to you for the value and they stay for the value too. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people hold their education, their value, like hostage. Mm-hmm. Well, you come to me and I'll tell you. No, I'll just tell you up front and I'll pr- deposit so much value that you want to come here. Yeah. 
And that's where people with that mindset, they're in that marketing mindset over branding, yep. over branding, where you Correct. need to have the branding mindset over marketing. Because if you want to get that conversion of a loyal customer, you have to put branding first. Yeah. And that goes back to the 88% would use the agent again, only 18-ish, whatever percent mm -hmm. do. It's because they're focused on creating the new lead. I want to, I'm going to buy another one. I'm going to buy another one. What are you doing with the one you already got? Right. Yeah. That's where that's where branding becomes powerful. It helps your conversion rates. It helps your PNL. That's where a lot of hidden profit is in this industry. Yeah, is building a brand. Um, we talked about being a resource for our community. I can't stress that enough. Do it for the right reasons, yeah. right? Like do community spotlights. Um, take your team out to lunch at a local restaurant and thank them for having you. What, mm -hmm. Whatever it is, just anything you can do to highlight community and be involved in community events, whatever it is goes a long, long way in spreading your brand and your message because people want to work with people who actually are involved in the community right. that help the community. Not only is it the right thing to do, but if you're just looking to get more business, it'll help you do that too. Yeah. And think outside the box too. When it comes to being the resource for your community, I think a lot of real estate companies and brokers, they, they stop at anything real estate related. Like it's like, yeah. we want to just teach about buying and sell the buying and selling process, interest rates, prices, all those things. But think outside of the box and think about the community. Think about like if I'm asking myself back to school seasons coming and I wonder, you know, I wonder what time school I've got a kid. What time does school start for the Waynesville School District? And I'm searching that up. That's an opportunity for you to show up at the top of your Google search list. Yep. Be inputting that kind of value. That's what your clients are looking for. It's not just about the real estate portion. It's a very part, important part of it, but you got to think outside of the box and be continually reaching out to your audience for all sorts of information based off of your community. Yeah, I mean, as an example, we have videos blocked out today on my calendar. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's on our agenda is a back to school list video. Yes. Because it's almost school time and we want to be the resource so people don't have to search for, what do I need for the school list again? Mm -hmm. Here. Let us give you that value. Right. Here's what this school is needing. Here's what that school is needing. Here you go. Yeah. Because we want to be the resource. Now think about that if you're um, a parent. Put yourself in the, the parent's shoes that's getting ready to put their kids back in school. Like that's a stressful time. Oh, mm -hmm. I got to get this. I got to get that. Where's that list again? Right. Now if we can be omnipresent to people in our ecosystem and tell them that before they go look for it, mm -hmm. does that provide value to them? Absolutely. Yeah. Now we stand out as, wow, these people really do care. Right. Because we do. Mm -hmm. But we have to show them that we care. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's move on to marketing for sales, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, um, a lot of marketing is designed to create more sales, make mm -hmm. sales easier, to get more branding, to get a positive return on investment. And so one of the things that we focus on is what can we do in our marketing to give the agents a better opportunity to have a better conversation and kind of like if you're in basketball terms, like an alley-oop so that they can have a slam dunk. Like mm -hmm. marketing is throwing the ball up and the right. agent gets to slam it, right? So yeah. um, talk a little bit about that. So actually, so that comes down to um, one of my favorite things. So Sheplak said this quote, and I wish I could remember the quote exactly, but I manipulated it a little bit so it could fit me. And it was, build it, build a brand your team can stand on. He had mentioned that in a coaching call with our entire team, and that really stood out to me. And I kept thinking about, you know, my team in that, like, I, I love all of the agents on our team. Like, they're my friends, and I want to see them successful. I want to see them doing well in their business. My role in marketing is to make their job 
easy in that I'm providing the um, I'm providing the value, the messaging, the information, getting them into our funnel, helping to nurture them so that way when they're ready to buy, all our agents have to do is come in and be like, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. And they're like, oh, yeah, Matt Smith Real Estate Group. I, and that that's that alley-oop that I'm able to set up. Mm-hmm. And our agents are able to slam dunk that sale because I set them up. I help to set them up for success. 100%. Yeah, and it's, it's also important that you – part of the marketing message to like alley-oop it is to really provide that value but also – they know who we are and what we stand for. Like mm-hmm. I know I said that over and over again. And and but it's so so crucial because people do this wrong. They're like, well, I don't have any listings to post. It's not about listings. Mm-hmm. Like, so as an example, every website on the planet now, if you don't have a CRM and website, quit being a dinosaur and do it, <laughs> right? Because it, it'll help yeah. your business. But what so part of what everyone, every website on the planet has is e-alerts, listing alerts, whatever they want to call them, which mm-hmm. is emails, updated listings to the buyers and sellers, et cetera, mm-hmm. in our database. What are you doing in your marketing message to send e-alerts or education or community constantly in front of the people that are already in your database? You can yeah. create audiences. You can create lookalike audiences. You can mm-hmm. retarget them based on what areas they're looking at. And, hey, here's a market update for your area. Hey, home prices went up this amount percentage, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you can create that e-alert through marketing, and you are now delivering the right message to the right person in the right frequency, all through your marketing. Right. Like it's it's so, and when you're able to do that, what that creates is going back to the e-alerts. Like if somebody opens the e-alert in almost every system, it will tell you, hey, this person is on the site mm-hmm. looking at one, two, three Main Street, whatever house they're looking at. You can create that alley-oop also through your marketing, mm-hmm. right? And you can create that to where it's the agents understand or the clients, when the clients are back looking at our video, looking at whatever it is that we've created marketing-wise, the agents get notified and they mm-hmm. know, hey, here's an alley-oop. And it, it really helps with setting your agents up for success. Yes, I believe agents need skill sets. They need to be able to overcome objections. But mm-hmm. if your marketing and branding can make it easier for them, that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, they can take on more clients. We get more business. It's, it's the best for more people get helped. It's the best thing for yep. everyone. And I think about too, it's about taking everything one step further. And so with that, like kind of what you're talking about, you know, we've got interest rates rising. That's something that is well known across America. So if we have that as an idea, my job is how can I take that one step further to better reach more eyes, more people, serve more people, help more people to get our messaging across. So yeah. it could be through post, it could be through video, it could be through reels, TikTok, we've got blogs, we've got emails, we've got advertising. There's so many avenues. How can I take this thing one step further to get in front of the max amount of people and to get them to engage with this material on top of that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's it's so simple when you break it down. Like mm-hmm. you just provide value and people come to your website. Exactly. When they come to your website. Now, if you have your marketing set up correctly, they're in your funnel and you're going to mm-hmm. keep sending them messages that are relevant to them, their situation. Right. Yeah. Um, we said the word omnipresence a lot. Um, so I thought it would be useful to share a definition because I know what it means to me, but the actual definition is the state of being widespread or constantly encountered, being present anywhere and everywhere. And so 
I want my brand, my message to be present anywhere and everywhere. Mm -hmm. I want to be the resource. And if you are not doing that with your marketing, you're missing the boat. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing that with building a brand, because I want to be known, like I remember, like I started this years ago as a single agent. I remember I would go to Walmart, right? Or go to Lowe's or go wherever I go, like just in the community. And people would come up and be like, hey, you're the Facebook guy. (laughs) Like literally, like Mm -hmm. I couldn't go anywhere. I was known for being on Facebook because I was omnipresent Mm -hmm. on I'm the real estate go-to. How can Mm -hmm. I help you? Like I shared everything. Now everybody's caught on to that, right? Like in, 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 but you can take that to the next level by depositing value in that same way. Right. Yeah. And you can think too, that was the, that was the Facebook for Matt's generation. Yes. But where there's always something new too. So what is out there that you can get on right now? And maybe you can be the reels person. You yep. can be the TikTok person. There's so many new things happening all the time. Algorithms are changing all the time. You need to jump on that train early so you can be known as that person. Like you were known as the Facebook guy. Yep. And don't hold anything back. Like give everything, give mm-hmm. all your secrets, give. So as an example, um, you're talking about interest rates rising. Mm-hmm. A lot of people... Like even people that I've talked to in coaching circles and different things, like like I don't want to do a video on that because I don't want to scare people away. Like don't be that guy or girl. Mm-hmm. Share everything. Like when something happens and say, so as an example, I have a coaching client, their market's down like 48% year over year. Mm-hmm. Well, what do I do? You get on the camera right now and say market's down 48% year over year. Give them facts. Mm-hmm. That's why it's more important now than ever to partner with a real estate professional a company with the brand and reputation, the expertise like us. Right. Because we can help guide you through this better than anybody else. Right. Well, I'm going to tell people the market's down. They're going to they're gonna freeze. Well, they're already frozen because they're listening mm-hmm. to mainstream media. They're listening to their neighbor that doesn't know. So give them that. Like when interest rates are rising, like I told you, hey, we need to shoot a video tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Let's do interest rates rising video to let everybody know they're rising. Here's how we can help. Here's what you should look out for. Right. Versus people hiding of, well, let's see what happens with these interest rates before we tell people what's going on. Because mm-hmm. we don't we don't even know how to navigate it ourselves. If you don't know, just be honest. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. But we're just here to be your resource. And when you build that, you build trust, you build authority. And people, it creates loyalty because mm-hmm. you are actually telling them the truth versus right. trying to sell them with every, th- every piece of content you put out. And when you're able to get in front of them early too, you are able to control the message in a way that is calming too. Like that's not a terrifying statement. Everything you just said would never scare me. What it does make me feel is it makes me feel confident knowing one, that you're going to take care of me in a sale, that when it comes to buying or selling, you're not going to mislead me. You're not going to try to manipulate my emotions to like something that I don't actually like or Mm -hmm. whatever. You're going to be honest with me. You're going to be straightforward with me. And ultimately I can trust you. And that is what builds that loyalty. Yeah. thousand percent. Um, so part of, Part of what we talk about, too, in the marketing um, department is we want to, and with agents, too, but a lot of this has to do with marketing messages. Own the conversation when you're not there. Like, how do we become so omnipresent where there's people that are out at a bonfire with their friends at night or whatever they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. They're out with their friends. They're at a a party, whatever. And they're in the middle of buying or selling real estate. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to really think about this for a second. When somebody is buying or selling real estate, what are they talking about with all their friends? Buying or selling real estate. It's the biggest purchase or sale of their life for Mm -hmm. most people. 
It's a big deal. We take advantage of it or we don't, we take it for granted, I mm -hmm. should say, in this business too often. And we forget it's the biggest purchase or sale of their life. It's a privilege that we're in this business. Mm -hmm. And so when they are in that process, put yourself in their shoes. They are either, they are, they're buying or selling a house. They're talking to all their friends about the process. I'm mm -hmm. so excited. I'm going to look at houses tomorrow. Oh, I'm putting my house on the market next week. It's so stressful. It's so this. How can you, as a real estate agent, as a real estate company, real estate professional, mm -hmm. how can you own that conversation while you're not there in such a positive way where they, in this stressful situation, you have went above and beyond provided so much value that they tell your friend, like, hey, you need to call my person. Yeah. Like, my, my agent has went above and beyond. They've done this. They've done that. You need to work with them. Mm -hmm. Like, if you ever looking to buy or sell, you need to call them. Like, how can you do that through marketing, through branding, through your agents, through your team? Like, that, you have to own the conversation when you're not there. Mm -hmm. Another flip side of that coin is, what if they're just somebody that goes to the party and they hear somebody else talking about, yeah, I'm thinking about buying or selling a house. Mm -hmm. How can you be so ingrained and create so much loyalty with that person that overhears it that they go and interrupt the conversation? I'm sorry, you said you were going to sell a house? You have to call my guy. Mm -hmm. How do you do that through your marketing, through your loyalty, through your branding? That's what we've broken down here today. Yeah. Like, if imagine if you have a brand powerful enough that people were your biggest cheerleaders out in your community. Mm -hmm. They would interrupt conversations that they overhear about real estate to say, hey, you have to call my guy. Yeah. That should be your goal. Mm -hmm. That's owning the conversation when you're not there. Right. And you can create that through branding, through doing the right thing, through being a resource for your community and depositing value. Yeah. Even taking it one step further with like, if you're doing a community spotlight and you're at a party and someone's like, oh, um, there's a new business down the way. I actually saw a video on Matt Smith Real Estate Group highlighting about this new business that's in town. We should totally go check yep. it out. That is such an easy way to be the source and to be the center of that conversation without being the center of that conversation. Yeah. The fact that one, you've said, I saw this video on Matt Smith Real Estate Group. Now your friends know, hey, that's pretty cool. Like, how do they get that information? I'm going to go to Matt Smith Real Estate Group too and see what other things I can find. Maybe there's other cool businesses. Maybe there's other neat updates I can find. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've we've got, and we're always improving, but mm -hmm. I, there are people on this team that come to me on a weekly basis and say their husband, their wife, their spouse said, tell Matt to quit following me. <laughs> he is everywhere because yeah. on their social media, everywhere they see all of our content over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. But that's what I want. I'm like, that should be job security for you. You should right. be happy about that. <laughs> tell them that, hey, sorry, um, but it's the job security for you. Right, exactly. All right, where do we want to go now? Um, let's talk about, um, let's see. What about the importance of video? Yeah. So I think a lot of people are scared of video. Mm -hmm. And so I learned this in Vegas from uh, the Sales Mastery event that we were at. And uh, why a lot of people are scared of video is Bill Pipes called it your drunk monkey, <laughs> which is your ego. Mm -hmm. Like we're scared. Well, I don't, I don't like how I look. I don't like how I sound. Nobody does. Get over yourself and realize <laughs> that that's your ego, that's your own insecurities. Right. If you are in this real estate, if you're in the real estate business, you want to meet with them anyway. Mm -hmm. They're going to see you. They're going to hear you talk. So just get over yourself and provide them that value up front so that they actually, here's the difference. So in video, as an example, um, the communication circle is what I call it. Mm -hmm. Only people, how people receive communication is so important, especially with marketing, right? Because we, we want to be as present and then receive as full of the message as possible. And so if you, 
only send a email or a text or you just write a copyright like on whatever it is that you're marketing, mm-hmm. only 7% of the message gets received. There's 93% you missed out on. Mm-hmm. 37, 38 or 37% is, so it's 7%, yes, yeah, 7% is the word you say, 38% is your tonality. Mm-hmm. So how you say it, right? Like, are you saying it very monotone? You don't get that in a text. Right. You can get that over a phone call. Sure. So mm-hmm. now now you have 45%. Right. You have 45% in a phone call. Mm-hmm. But 55%, the biggest factor is body language. Mm-hmm. And so you are missing the biggest boat if you're not doing a video because that's how people receive communication. Mm-hmm. Not only, like, and maybe you can talk about the algorithms of video too and, like, how all of these platforms are going to video. Yes, they are. Well, and you t- think about um, one thing we follow very closely is analytics because we're, we're going to do what works because it works. And so we are constantly checking in on those things. When it comes to our advertising, all of our videos perform so much better than graphics at this point because mm-hmm. people want to, it, it's so easy to engage with a video versus a graphic. A graphic can be dead at times, whereas a video is engaging and it's lively. You think about reels, you think about TikToks. I mean, these things are literally, reels are taking over Instagram at this point. Yep. And I have a lot of you know followers and friends who are saying like, I, I kind of miss seeing pictures, but at the same time, I love my reels. Like, yeah. And it's it's such an easy way to get in front of people and to control the message and to get in front of your audience. And one thing you talk about too is the video text. I mean, that's another way you see clients engage so well with video text. It's the same thing in marketing. Get in front of the camera and communicate to your audience. It, it builds um, authority. It builds rapport. It builds connection. And they know who you are before they see you it builds security in yep. that way i mean it, it's one of those no-brainer things where all of these apps are pushing video so one if you're not doing video because you're scared not only are you missing out on connecting with your audience but you're also missing the boat on getting in front of so many other people yeah yeah and so there's there's a study out there that why one of the reasons that video is so powerful is because people the human brain can't separate video on a phone from a TV. Mm -hmm. When you see something on TV, we automatically give it authority. Mm -hmm. You also get that same authority if they're on their phone, they're on their tablet, they're on their laptop, because you are on quote unquote TV. Mm -hmm. You automatically gain authority, you automatically gain trust because you are seen as, from the human brain subconsciously, as being on TV. Mm -hmm. Like that is so powerful. Not, not only to mention, to add to what Jenna said, like every single platform is boosting video. Mm-hmm. Like their algorithms are showing video more than anything else. Yeah. Because they realize they want... So let's go to the why on the algorithms really quick, going pretty granular here. But think about it from a Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever mm-hmm. perspective. Like what is their role? Their role, what they are looking at every single day is how can I get my customers, which are us, mm-hmm. the users, to be on my site more. Mm-hmm. What they've realized is they watch video longer. Mm-hmm. The customers like it. The users like video more. So I'm going to show more video so they stay on my site longer and watch more video. Exactly. And so do what they are promoting so that you get seen by more people. Exactly. I. I posted a reel. So this is just on my personal Instagram. I posted a reel and got 8,000 views. It was the easiest reel 
was not an intentional thing. I post a picture and it gets maybe 10 likes. Yep. Like because Instagram is actively pushing those reels. So why not hop on that train? Why not push that? Why not see where that'll take you? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it's and again, it's if you if you're scared of doing video, just start slow. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's perfect. There's videos that we do. I look at, like I laugh at myself, you know? Like there's videos I'm like, "Oh, that was stupid. Why did we do that?" But it's it's because I'm trying to provide the education that value. Mm -hmm. And it I want people to receive the message. I want them to see it, and that's a video is the only way to do that. Yeah. It's that's the only way to get people the value that they're they're starving for mm -hmm. is through video. And those mistakes, those little hiccups and stuff, that humanizes you. That connects you to your audience even more because people don't want to be connected to someone who's perfect because yeah. that's we want someone who's, who resembles us. Yep. You know, when you make little mistakes and you're able to laugh at yourself and you're able to, you know, mess up a word or stutter here and there like that, that makes you a real person. And people people want to see that. Yeah, 100 mm -hmm. percent. And so um Let's let's close this out. Uh, what what is another tip that you'd like to give to somebody to that is working on building their brand, working on marketing? Um, what's what's a tip you want to leave everybody with? Hmm, the biggest one I'd like to see one you guys definitely need to run some ads with um, no buttons. That's the one that I would really like to see people take away with. And then another one is see just start by posting a reel on Facebook and Instagram every single day and they can be duplicate they it, it does not matter they can be duplicated on both platforms post one every single day and just see how that happens and see how many eyes you get in front of i think that alone is going to build a discipline and a consistency in yourself and your posting and it's going to get you in front of more people as well yep i love it so a lot of people struggle with well what do i say on video Go back to the conversation we were having about reading your client's mail. Mm -hmm. Read what's going on in the news. Look up Keeping Current Matters. See what's relevant in the industry. Do something for a local business. What's going on in your community? Yeah. Just be the go-to. Like you overthink what we need to do videos on, right? Mm -hmm. Just, just it doesn't need to be anything extraordinary. Sometimes less is more. I remember when we, like in some of our Reels conversations, we're analyzing all these analytics. Mm -hmm. I'm like we need to less do less editing on these. Mm -hmm. It needs to be more real, more raw. Yeah. And so it's just start today, right? Yeah. Just what is what do your clients need right now? What questions do they have? What objections do they have? What concerns? Do a video on it. Yeah. And post it. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Awesome. Um, well, guys, I hope this was helpful. If there's anything we can do to help you um, in your marketing, branding, real estate business, that's what we're here for. Um, Jenna and our whole marketing team are phenomenal at what they do. And um, I know they're givers, so maybe there's something that we can do to help you. Don't hesitate to reach out. Um, and again, All or Nothing is a movement. This mm -hmm. is a, pro a project that we are doing as a way to give back. And so share this with your friends. Invite them to our private group. Sh share the podcast because we are doing this to help more people and we're just getting started. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you found this of value, please share this with your friends. It is my goal to give back and contribute to make this industry better for all of us. Thanks again.